0: lavish islands, hard negotiations, and lessons yet unlearned. This is Gluttony and Earth. Hello and welcome to the IDL. My name is Nick, and this is Gluttony and Earth. With me, as always, we have our big, brave, punch up machine, Kyle.
1: You call me I punch-em.
0: <laughs> I. <laughs> it's going to be a good ad. <laughs> I'll let you borrow this audio for your first uh, <laughs> commercial appearance. Uh, speaking of... Commercial appearances, you know them. You got them stuck in your head like three jingles at once. Apply directly to the forehead, it is Adam. <laughs> oh man,
2: oh man, I didn't, I didn't know we were gonna go in a jingle direction. I don't have a jingle. <laughs>
0: this one doesn't jingle, jingle. It folds. It is baga zombie.
3: <laughs> jingle, jangle, baby. Here I am, ready for some pardon Some what? Potting. <laughs> we potting out here.
0: <laughs> oh, pony, oh, okay. Like <laughs> podcasting. Okay. <Yeah. laughs> on, I didn't know what word you were saying. I thought you Have were you like saying Martin with an accent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> no. my commercials. Apparently oh, not.
0: Oh my god. I uh, well I'm, a, I'm I'm a wreck. I don't know what's wrong with me that my body just wants it to self to die during most times of the year. <laughs> I'm like hyped up. I'm like having to, uh uh my brains out of it. I'm having. To, I've got my Morbius cup. I'm just sipping some lukewarm water, <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to just hydrate and not not uh, pass out.
3: I yeah. have that cup too. Yeah, it's Morbin time. It's fucking Morbin That's time. That's what the maybe. memers say. <laughs> That's what they say. I didn't see Morbius, but when we want to see Doctor Strange. I said, I've got to get a Morbius cup, (laughs) I will pay extra money for a Morbius cup. That's a piece of our culture.
0: I think there's to me nothing more disappointing than going to a show and then getting a cup for a different movie that I don't want to see.
3: I think it's disappointing when I go to theater and they don't have any novelty cups. That's right. I I want a cup I'm never going to use again. (laughs) <laughs> when I when I went to the uh, well, I, I use my I use
0: Morbius use Morbin for water.
3: You gotta fill them up with
0: the water. I use it,
3: I use it when I run out of other big cups. When I have soda mm. from a big bottle for yeah. dinner, because I got I, like I, big glass mugs that I use usually, and then I have oh. Pepsi like old timey Pepsi mugs that have the uh, syrup line on them, mm. um, and then. I'll use my Batman slash Morbius big cups.
0: Batman slash Morbius big cups. All right. I have a
3: Deadpool one too. I, was I this used to our banter. Is, are you? Yeah, just, were to, you to go on to the podcast? No, no. no this, was, I
0: used to, <laughs> <laughs> this is the um, fans for the episode, y'all. <laughs> I used to whole. Uh, I used to have a collection of of fancy cups from from movie theaters. But, fancy uh, cups from movie theaters. Um, Novelty I have, except cups. I was trying to collect a lot, uh, but then I went to, <laughs> I went with uh, a girlfriend to movie and she threw away the cup <laughs> what did you don't right <laughs> write like, no we did break up eventually but <laughs> i i sto- i had, i stopped collecting at that point because i missed one <laughs> i was like that's <laughs> you, it that's done when I was, you broke I up kind you of you of annoyed. Said,
3: this is because of the cup thing by <laughs> the
0: <though."> way <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>
3: gonna... <laughs> uh, and this I, like my cup collection <laughs> similarly but not really um i collect novelty cups from zoos i go to but then I had a roommate who would put them in the washing machine and melt them. <laughs> so I lost oh. like two or three of them from zoos that aren't close to me. So there are too upset. many
0: stupid people who don't know how to wash dishes correctly.
3: He would I, put them in the washing machine, melt them, and then there'd still be a bunch of stuff stuck to them because he'd put these disgusting yeah. smoothies in them. Ugh. All I, our coffee I, mugs had coffee stains in them constantly. I, I've had two two glasses that were like...
0: I had a one coffee mug w- that had to be hand washed because of like the temperature. Uh, like, there's like stuff on the end of it that changes when there's when it's hotter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had like a a, a collectible uh, Bacardi's mug that I got from an Applebee's. It's uh, like a nice fancy glass uh, mug, and they put them in the in the dishwasher, and the stuff faded off the Bacardi, so it just looks like really old and not taken care of, and the heat, the the heat stuff just completely started melting off so now it just Ugh. it's it's like a melted Game Boy on the front now <laughs> uh i was so mad i had to yell at him
3: <laughs> yeah that was the bance by the way <laughs> no better than the down by the bay bands. no it's
0: I no, oh my sh-
3: god i almost had to stop the bands myself during that
0: episode. <laughs> I, I could tell you were annoyed but i was <laughs> more annoyed that Raffy exists um so last time, uh, besides whatever bants we did last time, uh, you guys, we picked up with Endian still in the Indigo Domain, having realized what's going on, had a freaky encounter with herself, uh, realized there's no one else around. She starts heading back to the circuit. God damn it. I just you guys look at me. <laughs> uh, she, yeah, she had a freaky
3: uh... encounter with herself. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs>
0: And okay. Ian touched you herself gotta, and fell apart. You, you gotta <laughs> um, explore
3: your body, you know? <laughs> uh,
0: on the way back, you, you had this troll uh, come at you, and that's where we picked up. Uh, you're like, shit, what's going on? I'm gonna shoot first, kill this troll. You shoot the troll, shatters into glass. Uh, you realize something's really, really fucky. Uh, you get back to the circus. You see Darius... Uh, picked up and like given the one two to a tiny clown Um, the tiny clown tells you to go back in the mirror also Darius is like what the fuck is going on (laughs) Uh, and then gets back uh, you meet up with your friends in the regular world you spend a while like talking to each other talking to the real clown uh, trying to figure out what the heck just happened what the implications were Darius realizes he has two little guys with him now. Doesn't know exactly what's the deal with that. Then you guys kind of from there split your own ways uh, to figure out what you're doing. And Dian has been a little bit more mentally rocky uh, since this encounter. Oh, uh, when she was heading back through the mental, uh, through the the mirror maze, uh, she had an encounter with, once again with the mirrors bringing her back in the moment of time where the troll first attacked the unicorn. Um, and she tried to deal with it. She sh- shot an arrow. She um, broke all the mirrors uh, and she dashed out. She eventually learned what she sought out to learn from Mildotha and retrained one of her feats. Darius uh, set aside the little guy, um, but woke up in the middle of the night to see it floating above him. Um, he eventually takes out, pops out the pearl, uh, writes a note. Sets it next to the mirror, signed Bernice's love. The next morning, he wakes up. The note and the little guy are gone. He then sets out to build some serpent scale armor using Chaco uh, for Endian. And Thelum punches a lot of trees. And then you guys said, hey, I think this is it. We'll, we'll head out. We'll get on our way. Let's hit up the train. And you take the train down to the southeastern coast. So this guy Gillivan Dubois, um, the one who's who's wanting you guys to do this, uh, he did ask that you guys um, use some dis- discretionary uh, or be discretionary, be a little low key on your trip there. Um, so I don't know, are, are you guys would you guys disguise yourself any, or are you just kind of heading out as you are? I know Darius and Thelum probably look the most out of place, or the most, not out of place, uh, peasant.
3: <laughs> Just a couple poor boys, don't mind them.
0: Uh, working class. Oh. Uh, um, and so I think, I know you guys probably my wouldn't uh, stick out too much um, without acting out, I guess
3: that is. Um, no, don't act. What about boys. Indian? Um, so uh, she when because they they got like a little like a little not a booth. What are they called in trains when you have a door? Yeah, I keep cabin. thinking cabin. Yes. cabin yeah. yeah, so they got a cabin. So when like when she would get on the train or um, whenever she's like out amongst other people, she doesn't change her appearance too much, but she does change it uh she uses this sky itself, um and the the rest like her skin gets a little bit more of a color to it um and the scarring is gone and it, so her face is symmetrical quote unquote not symmetrical because that's impossible but it like it she doesn't have scarred anymore on both sides on one side of her face um she looks more as she would when before she met darius and Thelum. um She also has brought with her uh, a weapon that she usually doesn't carry with her. It's this long sword with a jeweled hilt on it um, that she carries on her back. But during the disguise itself, she would make that look more plain as well. Uh, Just so it's not like, hey, look at this lady with a fancy sword on her back.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, So you guys get through this train ride and you had gotten uh, basically into the port town. And you found a smaller ship, um, not. A, it's not like a small ship. It's not like a keelboat or something like that. It is a sailing ship, but it's just smaller than you'd probably think of for us for a sailing ship. Um, and you meet up with a lady with, uh, green, dark green clothing um, and dark red hair. Her name it was Captain Sophie Gotia. Um. And yeah, she. If you guys, you know, approach her, she recognizes. Uh, she'll probably you probably have something you can say to her to like let you know who who you are. You guys can get on her ship for passage to, um, to the the island. Um, I
2: would just as we're getting ready, um, to the captain or whatever, um, Mm. crew is the most accessible, um, I don't know what type of captain this, uh, person is, um, but just ask, uh, I mean, I know it's, uh, monsoon season, and you got uh, there's issues with some raiders, are we expecting any trouble on this boat ride out to the islands?
0: Uh, you, you, you can talk to the, uh, the captain, it's about, it's the captain and about 16 crewmen, and you you talk, to the, you talk to the captain. She's there. Actually, I'm here specifically to pick you three up, um, and we're using this smaller ship of mine to make sure that we're not a target. Typically, what we've noticed is they're going after all of the merch, mercantile ships that they have, all the trading ships, because they know that's where they're going to be able to find uh, gold and resources. But on this smaller ship, they're probably not looking to they're not viewing us as a target. So it's a little bit easier for us to navigate there. As for the monsoon, don't worry, I am an expert on the seas. I
2: guess part of the question then hearing that information is are they running out of mercantile ships to raid? Are they starting to get more desperate as the situation advance?
0: As of right now, um, they are still have targets they go after it's not um monsoon it's it's with the wet seasons are rough but uh the dubois family um has a long-standing tradition with sailing and uh trading by sea and as such all of the uh, ships that we employ are capable of uh, dealing with these harsher seasons that is How they are able to maintain their reputation in the world, in a world that is full of airships. All right.
2: Um, Looking at the ship itself, are we flying any sort of like emblems or anything like that? Like flags? Or is it, we're just like, we're just a boat, don't pay attention to us. Yeah, it's more along that line. They want to keep this as
0: discreet as possible with the ship.
2: I think Darius also notes that. Um, just being like, okay, we, we're not flying any colors. This
0: is, we are very low key. Okay. Um, it's going to take a three days, three days of sailing. Um, you'll notice as you guys are getting into the worst storms, um, you're slowed down a bit, but they seem like they know what they're doing. Um, they have a pretty good, um, have a pretty good, uh, hold on how to get through all this. Uh, do you have any other things you would want to do before you guys get to the island, or um, with your boat time? Um, I think
2: Darius would, especially because um, presumably now Indian isn't disguising uh, the sword as like the sword in her appearance as much.
3: Now that we're kind of on a self-contained boat, she is it- isn't disguising the sword, but still, for six hours a day, she is disguising her face. Because okay. as many spell shots as she has to do
2: that. <laughs> That's, that part of it is beyond Darius's uh, ability <laughs> to deal with right now. Um, but uh, sometime during it, uh, Darius would uh, ask, Andy, uh, are you, Is that part of your training with what, I mean, why, I, I don't think Darius knows you were training. Um, why are you looking to Why you got a sword now?
3: I've had the sword for quite a while. I just don't carry it often. Uh, This was something I picked up during my librarian license training and I used it to earn my license. I don't know much about it, though, as far as its history, um... When we have time, when we're back in New Veneer, would you be able to look into it to see where it came from?
2: Uh, certainly. I mean, I can take a look at it now to see if I recognize any major markings on it. Uh, no promises, but yeah, certainly. Yeah.
3: She pulls out what she's she's been calling the King's Sword because she doesn't know much about it. And she found it in her castle uh, and hands it over to Darius to look at.
0: Uh, yeah, like, like she said, it's, it's got a jeweled bottom to the hilt, um, as it goes up, um, uh, looking at it, it looks <clears throat> probably, um, hundreds of years old, you'd, you'd guess, um, this thing, he, her saying she found it in a castle, she's been calling it the king's sword, um, you could guess that um, the jewel possibly is a conduit of magic? Clearly it was like a, a it might have been like a sword used as like the king like in, like an inherited sword for, for monarchs in whatever kingdom.
2: I would um, do a um, identify on it. Um, I, from what I've Understand, Endian assumes it's magical, um, and just as part of the Stereos Wood scene, especially like noticing that the gem could be magical or was like possibly ceremonial in use, just to make sure um, what's going on.
0: Um, okay, you identify it as you're as you're going over the sword and you're going over this gem, you realize that it indeed um, is a sword that is like an inheritance. Um, maybe not like a, not like a biological inheritance, but like the inheritance of the king's will in a way, um, like that idea of, of the, like, uh, it's a sword for a ruler. Um, you realize that to use it, you have to be, um, of royalty and you have to be worthy from the sword's perspective. Um, the sword itself, other properties. So, if you're of royalty, uh, and the sword thinks you're worthy of wielding it, uh, you don't think it's sentient, but you think it's more, um, that's the only way you're allowed to attune to it. Um, so the things that'll happen when you are able to attune to it, uh, you would be able to, um, basically throw your voice. Up to like three hundred feet, so like almost like an announcement. Um, you think that it would have more magical power to it, uh, gaining plus one to its its attack and in, in defense or attack and damage. You think it looks like it. Um, it would have better crits. Um, you think that. It might instill more confidence in a person, um, giving them persuasion advantage. And you think the gem itself, as, as a structure of the sword, is able to store spells in it. Getting a st- spell storing quality. Um, a lot of really powerful things for whomever this king was. However, it really comes down to the sword deciding you're worthy of being at of wielding it.
2: Andy have you um have you ever been able to attune yourself to this sword
3: how well do you know if you attune yourself to something or not in this place we live
0: um I think I think it's something you would be able to feel uh if you're you're like getting a little bit of symbiosis with its magic you're feeling the magic pulse Not it's like it's like having when you're when you are using a sword and like your sword is like an extension of your limb mm-hmm. you, i feel like that the your magical essence with that sword kind of flows back and
3: forth and you get that resonance in that case do I feel that with the sword no okay because I know when i used it before it had a plus one quality to it still so i didn't know if yeah, that's it's, that it. It has a plus one. Yeah, yeah, that's attunement? outside of it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. okay. No, mm, no, it doesn't have that same feel that some of my other items do, but it got me out of a desperate situation with a weapon I wasn't trained to use. I'm trained in elven short swords, but.
2: Uh, yeah, it's certainly. Um interesting. So it's um, you. there's two so it, I mean it's a magic sword to start with that so uh, gives you a little extra uh, bang for your buck so to speak um, but I, I find it interesting so it, it, based off of what I've learned from it you have to be of royalty which is a check mark for you already but then there's kind of a nebulous worthiness deemed by the sword who is not sentient. So it may be something related to the kingdom this sword came from previously, the line of rulers it served as to what tenants you need to hold in yourself to be worthy. I don't know. it's just there there's something else that the sword knows. That lets you get some extra benefits out of it. Um, that's why I was curious if you'd had attuned yourself to it yet. Or at any point.
3: Oh, you're saying it doesn't deem me worthy. And from underneath the disguise, you just hear the crack of the wood as she frowns. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean you don't it also I mean technically yes but also I don't know what the sword considers worthy I don't know what tenets it holds that you are not meeting it could you could need to be a real asshole to wield this sword it could be from a bad line of kings and rulers
3: that could be true
2: It's just worthy of what it deems necessary, not what us as society as a whole have deemed our good qualities.
3: (laughs) Well, thank you for looking into it.
2: Yes. um, I mean, keep keep an eye on it. You know, I mean, check in with it every now and then. Maybe you're worthy at some other point. But yeah, when we get back to the city, I'll certainly look more into it and see if we can't figure out where it came from.
3: Oh, will resheathe that on her back. Speaking
2: of things, Thelum. It's <laughs> not in the room. I track down Thelum.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's a wakeboard behind the book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's outside. It's Is it storming? Yes. It yeah, is, he's in throwing the raid. Um, fair
2: Uh Thelum Well huh? eh, Yes. Uh I had, I have a question for you. That uh pearl you gave me, you said what you got that from your home as well?
1: Um Yeah, kind of. There's always would be
2: Um you um, it's so it's not just a pearl. It's a magical pearl that do. So it will allow you to refresh your magical capabilities throughout once a day. I know you're just getting into the magics um, but if I don't I wanted to make sure you were aware of what it was. That it's more than just a regular pearl, if you would like to use it for yourself.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I feel like it would be more useful with you, right? You
2: need pearls, right? I, this, see, it's not, (laughs) this is more than a regular pearl. I don't need, this pearl wouldn't work for what I need pearls for. But it it might make your little guy as magical. I don't know what I would do if I put it in my little guy.
1: (laughs) This is little, little. He he does a Eldritch blast.
2: (laughs) I don't. That's not how my stuff works. I a lot of mine is making the mundane magical, not necessarily. Enhancing the mad. What's already magical, at least so
1: far. I'm working on some things. Uh, well, I don't. I don't think it'll be much use with me. The only thing I can do is he does another eldritch blast. <laughs> so, are you sure
2: that's the only thing you can do? Yeah,
1: he does uh, another... mm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, have you? Tried doing anything else? I mean, you... Just being able... It's unlikely you can do just that.
1: Uh... Well... I could always do this.
2: He uses Blade (laughs) Ward. That's interesting. Um, But that's
1: about it.
2: When... How much has... Thalum shared about his conversation with the genie that he's getting powers from the genie. Have you shared any of that information? <laughs> I'm just asking, uh, so I say the yeah, right yeah, things in yeah. character.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, besides the deals he's been making, and yeah, no, 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 he he would have told you guys that he's getting power from the genie, magical power. So, uh. I would
2: suggest this is (laughs) Um, do a little bit of self-exploration to see what else
1: the genie may have gifted to you. But how would I explore myself? I I would need to learn what Goon was doing.
2: That's... You see... What you're doing and what Gunu was doing are two different things. What I do and what you do are two still more different things. And what all of us do and what Indian does is a fourth different thing. I don't know how you're getting magic from the genie. I mean, it's a magical creature, so, you know, they can do things. My magic comes from... Me. And I spent a long time figuring out how it worked, and building up to it, and making little bits and bobs that eventually started to do something.
1: Oh. Okay. You mind holding this for me? He goes inside the ring.
0: (laughs) Um, actually, uh, Adam, (laughs) (laughs) can I get a dexterity saving throw? Darius isn't terrible at them. (laughs)
2: great thing to do on the deck of a ship during a oh natural 20
0: oh you got it you're able to get it before it gets
2: washed away um Um, Darius grabs the ring is immediately gonna put it in his bag of holding and I'm (laughs) running inside of one of the cabins
0: (laughs) okay Uh, let's see Oh, okay, yeah, Thelem, you appear once again in the, the big white room with the big blue man.
1: Hey, big guy. My friend my friend says I can learn some things from you. Uh, you, you you mind te- teaching me some stuff? Please. Thelem.
0: Young Thelem. Young... I cannot do everything for you all of the time. You are more than a worthless floppy fish, Shellum. But... Just feel it from inside of you and channel my powers through yours.
1: But could you give me an example of what I could do?
0: You'll know it when you feel the need
1: Okay. By the way, what do you do in here? <laughs> <laughs> What's your deal, bro? <laughs> do you just sit in here?
0: Young fellow, Thel- I have a long history of waiting. Do
1: you. Do you want me to... Here. He, he goes to his bag. He, uh, here's a little friend. It's the bee that he knit for the egg. Oh, okay. I... I assume you get lonely.
3: I have spent...
0: a long, long time Around people I, I wanted want to nothing happen. to do with I cherish the silence.
1: So you don't want me here? Ellen
0: so long as you keep growing from a big fish in a little pond. Do something better, then you are welcome.
1: Wait, am I part fish? Wait, you said that like twice now, and I like the rain. Am I part fish?
0: Unfortunately, Unfortunately it, it might seem, seem as though you are.
2: Savage. <laughs> Everyone getting burned. <laughs> But
1: I can't breathe underwater.
0: I'm, I'm well, well aware, aware. young Thelma. I'll figure it out. I'll
1: figure it out. <laughs> he he he! He tries to get out the ring. Can he?
0: Yeah, he can get out of the ring. He's fine. okay. Oh well, it's, it depends. What the, Darius? What What are you? You to You went to a cabin. <laughs> I
2: Darius is coming up with a plan very quickly. Darius runs into the cabin where Endian is sta- staying, um, makes like, presumably Endian's in there by herself, um, very quickly bursts in and says, um, I'm gonna need you to look like a pirate. And Darius casts disguise self on himself to look like a sea ruffian of some sort. <laughs>
3: Okay, uh, she casts this guy self to look as Indian as a pirate. Nah, nice. make your <laughs> face. Indian with different. an eye patch and a.
2: And <laughs> Honestly, a it'll, over it'll, her head. <laughs> it'll probably work. Just go with me on it. Um, and make I'll. Shirt
3: in a tattered vest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll take the ring out then and set it on the floor of this cabin, waiting for Thelem to come out. And just like look at Endian and go, just go with it. Yeah, like,
0: almost as soon as you put it down on the floor, Oh, look, look at
2: here. We were right. It's a magic ring. Or
0: How makes the room. Uh, It's like a... It's like a... Uh, I, I want to say like a 5 by 10 or something. Uh, no, I'll say it's um, it's a bigger room. It's like people sleep in like the same bedroom area. Um, everyone else is working, but you guys. So you're. It's a bigger room. It's it's about twenty by fifteen.
1: Twenty by fifteen. Okay. That one will get scared <laughs> and use that bubble thing.
0: No. Uh, and then the force bubble pops out. Uh, so the I think I said it was a. 10-foot diameter, just boop, uh, knocks the pirates away from it uh, with this force bubble, uh, and you are in this thing. You can, again, as I've said before, you have the feeling like if you're holding it, you can control it to go different directions.
3: Our captain, he protecting himself. What do we do now? <laughs> um, where, where am I? He starts rolling around. Oh, he's getting away, Captain. I.
2: This is. What. I don't even know exactly what Lesson Darius was hoping for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's hope this plan is not like any kind of foreshadowing for the rest (laughs) of the mission. No, this is just fun.
2: (laughs) Um. Darius is going to drop this guy's self and then look at Thelem and go, what do you think was going to happen to a ring if I wouldn't have caught it on the boat deck in the middle of a monsoon?
1: What's a monsoon?
2: The giant-ass storm you were just standing out there having a grand old time in.
1: Oh. Dude, what? Vellum.
2: The next time you want to go into your ring to talk to your magical patron, make sure you are in a safe position to do so, because anyone can go and pick up that ring or it could have fallen to the bottom of the ocean.
1: He feels something when you said that. You can you can see you can see the Yeah, he has peoples. Yeah, you can you can see it on the screen. I had to think about it. I was like, am I like Indian? No. Uh you can see it. <laughs> like a little old twitch. But he does nothing of it. Oh. I... I I didn't think about it like that. Exactly.
2: That's the issue. You like to jump in that ring whenever you have the minor inconvenience and don't think about what the outside situation is.
1: Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's all
2: right. Do better in the future. He
1: he he has his head down. He rolls to his bed.
3: <laughs> Not yet. A roll out of my room. <laughs> and he's still dressed like a pirate. He's in a different room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I guess with that, uh, you guys find yourself kind of heading into a, um private dock uh, on the back of, uh, you you know, you you see when coming in the main um, docks, but it seems as though Captain uh, Gautier is swerving around the island and you see these tall bluffs with uh, a mansion on top. And as you're going heading towards there, you see a secret cove that you are able to Park at, park your ship at. Dock, dock your ship. Which one is it?
3: We park <laughs> in <the> dock and dock it.
0: Par dock your ship here at the old <laughs> cove, uh, the cove dock, and uh, everyone's getting ready. Everyone's setting, like, setting things up. Um, the captain uh, comes up to you. Um, I can lead you. Up from here. This is a private dock of the Dubois family. Um, and I can lead you up through the caves to the manor.
3: Um,
0: Uh, Oh, go ahead. No, I would just say, like, as we're getting off the ship,
2: uh, Darius would pull out his... He's... Um, Darius sorry, I had a frog in my throat and then pressed my yeah. mute button too many times.
0: <laughs> oh no, let me out of here. <laughs> Guinea
2: out. Um, Darius would pull out his cleansing stone, um, and essentially hold it out uh to um Thelem and Endian and say we want to be presentable for the Dubois family, um, and he would activate it and essentially all of his clothes and, like, all the salt spray and everything would just uh, disappear from his clothing as he looks more presentable now.
1: When Thelum touches it, his shirt changes from beige to white. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, he's filling
3: his drink. I think I so. Up his drink yeah. Is this like a oh, presentation thing? Is that what's going yeah. on here? Okay.
2: Yeah, It's essentially a presentation. Uh,
3: <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm I was already here. dealing with enough sinus <laughs> problems with
0: a fucking energy drink down my nose.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs>
1: <sighs> <sighs> <Yeah>. <sighs> oh
4: fuck. Oh my god.
0: Like I can feel it on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Just do, not. Do you need a moment? Can energy <laughs> drink on my drawing tablet. What? <laughs> what a day, you know. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Oh
0: god. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> my only regret is I was muted because I had opened the drink, so you couldn't hear any of that. from <laughs> my end, just a fucking spray, and the thing just boils over. <laughs> my fucking god!
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the oh. fuck's happening on this too bad show?
3: <laughs> one's clean finally for once in his life. Right, right, right.
4: <laughs>
0: Uh (laughs) His taps are still black. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta hopefully rinse out my sinus system from (laughs) using my Morbius cup.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Get yours Uh, today or not. He can't anymore.
0: (laughs) Okay, uh, yeah, you touch your fucking stone, you get clean. (laughs) (laughs) He gets clean. Indian, are you clean?
3: Yeah, I'm clean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you're fucking clean. You guys, go up this fucking cave. (laughs) Uh, Did you say what happened or did you just laugh? I don't know. You just laughed the whole time. Alright, as soon as Thelm said that, I was muted and I just fucking sprayed the drink I was trying to drink all over. Inside my own sinuses, all over everywhere. I set it down, it boils over and fucking just energy drink everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I am not Drink having a much? good time <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
0: all right uh, we're being you guys head up the cave something. system <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. you guys get up uh you find this nice lavish manner um very well lit a lot of like aerial lighting not like uh, like a sol- like solarium type lighting um so that way it's like big rooms very fancy, very well taken care of. Endian, you've probably seen places like this before. Um, The rest of you, uh, Thelam, you might've seen something like this in the movies. (laughs) Um, Darius, I don't know if you would have or not.
2: I don't don't think Darius was ever in like this fancy of places.
0: Yeah. Um, Either way, you you make your way, there's attendance, they greet you um, and the captain. And eventually, they bring you into a. uh, They bring you to some large oaken doors. Um, There's a knock on it. It's like really very intricate woodwork. Um, Something you wouldn't. Something you'd see. You 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 might think. um, Like maybe like an elven lineage uh, of of people who do woodwork. Like the very levels of intricacy and like interwoven like runes and text and imagery on these doors um you knock on these large doors uh someone yells come in uh and you guys go inside and <clears throat> oh, sorry i'm still i'm still suffering um <laughs> you guys get inside and there is a man sitting in a very comfy red chair um with a book and there's a fireplace and he has Uh, You you can tell he's a taller, taller gentleman. Uh, He has a more, like, darker caramel-type skin color, uh, dark, luscious hair, uh, bright blue eyes. Um, He is sitting there. He ushers you all in, and attendant shuts the door behind you guys. Uh, And he he has several chairs, and he says to
3: you, Please, come in, come in, sit down. And we'll walk over here. Uh, she carries herself with more of a stride, like somebody who'd be wearing a long flowing gown, uh, but she's just wearing her adventuring clothes, So it's a it's a strange stride in this, but just go over there and sit down. Darius would take a chair as well.
1: Thelem would take his time. docking at all the cool, shiny, fancy stuff. And then like he'll stumble stumble onto his chair.
0: Yeah. Um, Captain Gautier will um, uh, if that is all, I'll take my leave. Um, ask me, uh, let me know if you need anything. And then she uh, <clears throat> excuses herself, she leaves. And then, so, Gillivan is sitting there uh, with you guys, and he's got, like, a table, there's, like, maps on it, there's, you know, writing instruments. It- Pleased to meet you all. My name is Gillivin Dubois. It is a pleasure to meet you. Um, and I assume you are. And he looks at Thelum. Indian Vilviste I No,
1: uh, uh, uh my, my name is, uh,
0: uh, Thelum. <laughs> uh, oh, you're Thelum. Uh, then he looks over towards Indian. Uh, Endian, I presume?
3: Yes, the honor is ours.
0: Yes, and Darius Crucibleborn. Pleasure. Of course, of course. All right, I am happy to have you guys be here, um, as you, as you've known from what I've said, uh, They're having some issues with some raiding ships, uh, attacking my... uh, all of my mercantile ships. Uh, And what is the Dubois without their mercantile ships? Not a lot. And that is how we have raised through the ranks and are the second wealthiest family in all of Lazaret. What I would ask for you is to give me back my money, essentially. Um, I know there's these pesky, uh, I believe they're a group that they're referring to themselves as the the zookeepers or something. Uh, A little gauche for my taste, but uh, what's better to deal with a librarian than a librarian?
3: That is the thought, yes. Do you know of where they reside at all or any leads on where to find them? Unfortunately,
0: um, most of our knowledge that we have come across to uh, has to do with spotting, uh, well, uh, witness from the ships that keep coming and going. And also, uh, we get some kind of words from uh, um, spying, searching, researching, looking around, speaking, getting what we can, of course. But, um, you know, it, it is getting late And I think perhaps this is something better um, we can deal with in the morning. Uh, I have a meeting room that we can sit down with. I have some people who can be in attendance that might be able to give out more information here or there uh, as necessary. Um, I have rooms. You all are free to stay, of course. Um, uh, Also, uh, just remember, I ask that you try to keep as low-key as possible about this. And... I'm worried, and it's just between me and you three here, um, I have a a good-for-nothing cousin who basically decided to run off and play games, and his mother, um, very short-sighted, I'm sure, uh, decided to hire some librarians to go hunt down her son. You don't say However, my problem with that is it seems though that they never succeeded, and I think they're trying to get at me. They are hunting me down because they want to try and get me to get revenge to ransom out the money they never got for failing at their own quest. And I'm worried that people, that's, I know it seemed like a lot of precautions to have you come in, in such a discreet, ugly boat, but, uh, and to have to come in through the back way, but, you know, of course, I need to take my precautions, and if it means roughing up my cravat, then perhaps it is necessary to do so. While uh, we are in this more
2: intimate setting, um, I did want to... There was a certain lack of details on a final reward for returning from, in your words, a great amount of wealth. I understand there will be a daily payment, but... Yes. We can be very efficient, and as the second wealthiest family of these
0: islands, I'm sure you would appreciate quick and well-done work. Perhaps I'll give you a small finder's fee for returning as much as I can, as you can. Um... I I suppose. Uh, I had gotten word that on one of the... um, I'm trying to think of the word for... list of things on a ship. Uh, Manifest? Yeah, okay. Uh, I I heard word on one of the manifests that... they got some creepy pendant. Um, I'm sure maybe you guys would like it or something. I don't necessarily need that one back. Uh, So, I I suppose a little bit of money. uh, Creepy pendant... You get your normal pay. It seems pretty nice uh, for um, what is out there, I guess.
2: You'll forgive me. What were you thinking for that finder's fee? Just so we are clear on all the terms
0: before we begin this work. I don't know. What does. What could our day of work cost? Um, a day
2: of work cost? A day of work? Saving the livelihood of your family
0: sounds like it'd be worth quite a right, bit. Right, that's you. that's we we agreed. Uh, you'll get your pay of you know your three gold a day for your for your each for your pay. Um, I, I don't know. What do you I suppose like if there's any spare coins around? Maybe, uh, for every bit more of treasure, perhaps. I'm trying to think of a small number that makes sense 30 platinum um what I
2: mean I know Darius knows that that's both a large amount of money and a small amount of money for very rich people yes <laughs> Um, does Darius have any idea the scope of this family's business like from a very um, practical sense of like how much cargo are they in like, okay. bringing and putting out each day in the sense of, like, rough gold
0: amounts. Uh, okay. Um, give me a history check. That's going to be an 18. Okay. Um, you figure uh, the Dubois family, ha- because <clears throat> between the east coast of this side of the hemisphere and the west coast of the other side of the hemisphere, uh, for whatever continents are there, you know that they primarily do a lot of this East coast business up and down the, um, entire planet. Um, they haul in a lot of money. Um, it's, it's usually like not daily they bring in, but it's, it's, uh, maybe like weekly. It can range anywhere from, um, 300 platinum worth of wares to, um, 300,000 platinum.
3: Oh, um, Okay. Also, I'll say ending is usually like right behind Darius, ready to stop him from squeezing too much money out of people they are helping. But with this one, she's fully leaning back in her chair, letting Darius do his work. And she even like raises her eyebrows with a, you can get more out of this. <laughs> Darius.
2: So like thinking about all of this, um, I think, uh, 30 30- Platinum each is a very nice starting offer. However,
0: just based off of... Oh, each. Um, I suppose we can do that. Uh... Yes, uh, we
2: will be doing that. Um, Again, I understand how important this business is to you and the amount of cargo that you're bringing in on a weekly basis. And this has now been going on for several weeks. Feels like it would be worth more to you than that to get your business back into order so that those profits can start coming in again.
3: Not to mention the addition of your own safety in this matter, as you brought up.
2: And the discretion that we will be providing to this mission as well. Um, And to boost that, um, Darius is going to cast a quick disguise self just to make him look like a regular old dude. (laughs) Who, who? We can be very discreet in what we do. Who are
0: you disguising? Sorry, I missed what, you're, what you said. Who are you disguising? Oh, just like a regular human ass Who looking are dude. you disguising? Oh, myself, disguising. Okay. <laughs> yes. I was like, what? Sorry. You just said, <laughs> um, okay. I, I'm sorry, but did you think 30 Platinum was cheap? For the second richest family on the east side of this continent, yes. I'm sorry, but I do need to reassess that. We we had a pay that was already already going to be incurred of three gold per day. This is a bonus that I'm willing to throw in on top of a creepy necklace. Three thirty platinum uh, each, I suppose, for every s- chunk of my treasure you get back to me is... I'd say more than gracious. Um,
2: this may be me misunderstanding out of character. Okay. Is so, is he offering like 30 platinum for like every X amount of gold that we bring back to yes. him? Yes. Okay. Um,. I mean, it uh, wouldn't change exactly what Darius is doing, but (laughs) Um, I don't know how Darius wants to proceed. Let's call it 35. Give me a Uh, persuasion check. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what Darius is so good at. That's a natural one, (laughs) motherfucker.
0: Let's call it a night, Mr. Crucibleborn. Certainly, Mr. Dubois. We can discuss
2: this... uh, We can discuss it more uh,
0: during the meeting with your associates. Oh, um, Jennington, um, if you could lead them down uh, to their rooms. There's no more further questions for the night? No. Okay. Um, It's just, don't worry, it's... It's pretty easy to find. Um, first, you head down the hall, and then you turn right, and then you go off uh, a little further around, and you will find your rooms to the left.
2: Cool. Uh, Darius um, would follow the mm-hmm.
0: servant out. Yeah, uh, he'll use he'll you to. Um, there's three separate rooms. Night, you're able to stay in. Uh, if there's nothing, is there anything else you guys are doing for the night, or are you just kind of hunkering down, waiting for the meeting for the morning? I don't uh, really plan. Yeah, I don't think
2: Darius has anything else.
1: Bellum. <laughs> sleep. He will sleep.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys hear the storms in the middle of the night, and. It's more soothing, I'd say, probably. Uh, that's a nice white noise, even though that's you get some rough thunder that happens, but um, that's probably more soothing for Thelum. And uh, morning wakes up. You guys get a wake up from Jennington, um, and he alerts you that breakfast is awaiting in the uh, dining hall if you'd like.
2: Yeah, Darius is yeah. taking advantage
0: of as many of the me- amenities as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like a full... It's a massive... It's like a feast, basically, in the morning. Um, it is luxurious. Full
3: continental?
0: Full continental. <laughs> um, you guys get your nice breakfast in. You have your war room meeting. You get in. There is... Uh, obviously, you see Gil Dubois. Um, you see... Uh, Captain Sophie... Uh, Gautier. Um... And you see another man um, who is a bit older looking, but is still, like, well-dressed. And he is sitting there as well.
2: Darius would just not... (laughs) Darius would have his armor on at this point. He wouldn't have his um, helm up, um, but would be in his full armor, Mm -hmm. mostly trying to project, like... I mean fucking business about what the work we're doing for you here like I'm not some schmuck that um, you've hired
3: Yeah. yeah. And he's got the, the black scale serpent, serpent scale uh, chain shirt with like leather padding on top that like separates so there's looks like three pads on her shoulders um, and then some over her chest has the king sword with her
1: and since you guys in circle, know,
3: his
1: shirt's beige again. Darius <laughs> uh, just
2: oh, holds How did it become beige again? <laughs> what do you do?
1: Yeah, Ellen uh, wasn't in the in the in, in the memo, so he he's wearing the fluffy slippers that was provided to him and uh and his PJs. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys oh, get right. in the
3: room. <laughs> It just has a waffle with him. <laughs> just like
0: munching on it. <laughs> uh you can tell there's like a you can read on you don't even need an insight for this. You can read on their faces that there's like a hint of like
3: uh Yeah, as soon as someone walks in the room and he's like, oh no. <laughs> she uh, knows what they're thinking already. there well, is- they were they were thinking that before album even with both yeah. of you
0: guys. Uh, <laughs> um, so Of course, you can sit down, if you'd like, um, where we can discuss things a little bit more matter-of-factly. Uh, yes. Take a seat. Of course. A bit uncomfortable looking, it seems, but, of course, that is your right to suit up as soon as you think possible. Oh, let me, sorry, let me introduce to you. Um, this is, uh, John Fetterton. Uh, he works for me, um getting more in line with marketing to a degree or should I say more lines that he checks out the competitions and gets a little know-how on everything Um, John here has helped me tremendously with this issue alright what we know Um, could you explain just for, for John and Sophia here could you explain in maybe a sentence what you do each like what your skill set is
3: archery and is over it at this
2: point <laughs> i am a master craftsman and purveyor of magical items creator of magical items more than purveyor and their use therein in dangerous
3: situations <clears throat>
2: Darius braces for what Thelma is yeah. gonna say.
3: And then fully in her mind's like, I need to have uh elegance classes with Thelum before <laughs> our next question. He
1: he has he has a bacon strip in his hand and he's chewing right now. He's waving that thing around. I was L- I know how to throw a punch. And and, and, and lately? Wait, lately. There, there's this genie. genie. You drunk this morning? <laughs> <laughs> there's, this, there's this genie who gave me... Power. <clears throat> sorry, what? a bit of a
2: frog in my throat. Very pointed gla- glance as you bring up
0: the genie to these strangers. <laughs> um, If he has things to say, we're more than happy to take his input. Apologies. And he stares
3: at them. I mean, she stares at them from the corner of her eyes, which don't have pupils. Yeah. So no one <laughs> will ever know where you're looking. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is staring daggers at
1: him, though. But I know how to grow a turtle. It sounds very valuable.
0: Uh, and he, like, looks to, like, John and, and Sophia, uh, and he turns back. All right. Um. Well, I'd like to get better now to understand the situation. We don't know where they're holding up and that is one of the main problems that we're having is because it's hard to really find them um, without knowing where they are uh, unless it is when they're striking and that too is the problem is that we don't know when or if they're going to strike any individual ship. We are certain it is because they're after me though. Because they are targeting specifically Dubois ships. We aren't the only seafaring uh, industry in this area. Even though we are the largest. But those ships go unattacked. They basically get on board, raid the place, and steal as much valuable as they can. Before leaving back to their ship. Uh, and then John speaks up Um, yes Um, and with that we know uh, through my contacts we know that this raid we don't think it's led by this Kellis Teal uh, but we do know that he seems to be an important aspect of their um, raid he was seen around here um, months ago Uh, asking questions about the geography and about uh, the sea charts. Um, Some picked up some strange behavior for him. He disappeared for a bit. uh, And then suddenly he was spotted back on the when he came. The raid started before he came back, but he was recently spotted on one of their ships. So we know that he is somewhat involved doing background checks on him. It seems as though he is uh, in league with uh, an organization known as the Zookeepers. And that's exactly why we're sure that they're after us. Because the Zookeepers want to be able to collect their Dubois uh, fortune from us. Because of that terrible deal that they made. And they're taking it out on me. Uh, Well, um... So... What we know, uh, we don't know who's captaining the ship, for sure. It is a it is something that we've not really noticed. Um, we have noticed on the ship uh, we've gotten word of two very dangerous-looking knights. Um, I'm not entirely sure eh, what they meant by that, but they decided one was a very large knight and the other was a Wearing a knight who wore, um, not even full armor, or something.
2: I know you're working with uh, limited information about who exactly is um, perpetrating these crimes against you. Have you heard of um, any other um, a Sharuma or an Erica snooping around these islands either, in related to any of these, or possibly connected to Kellis?
0: The three of them kind of look to each other to, and they give each other like looks of like uh I I don't know what that is. No, Uh, I'm sorry. No, it doesn't sound
2: familiar. Uh, Just very fine. Those are known
0: associates of Kellis. No, um, unfortunately, I think that's kind of where our information goes. Now we're trying, now we are trying to figure out what the next steps are. Now that we have you three in here.
1: Ooh, ooh!
3: I know. I would like to hear Thelma's idea before I bridge mine.
1: I've seen I've seen a movie like this before, so so. Won't we pretend to? Well, not pretend. Won't we try and get robbed? But we have. Uh, we're us three are are on the ship. For and so we I see what that. I was thinking. And. and If Kellis is there, we can interrogate
0: him. I suppose if you guys are there with them, you'd be able to fight back easier. And if there's nothing of valuable, they may not know that. And we have no loss if they do strike. We have only to gain. Seems like you have a very
2: capable marketing man with you. Set up a honeypot of sorts, and we're there to intercept.
0: Yes. What do you think, John? Um, uh, I suppose I could, yeah, I'll start spreading word that, um, you've got a big, big haul coming in. Um, I I suppose that works out for me.
2: A large ploy by a company that has had troubles trying to make a one more effort to recoup losses. Mm -hmm. Should Um, be a
0: tasty target for these folks. Captain Gautier, um... Alright, um... I'll start setting up the ship, um... And we can launch... Um... This evening, if you'd wish. Or tomorrow. I suppose, I don't know how long John's gonna need to deal with this. Um, let's... Let's wait until tomorrow. Let's do it until... There's no reason to rush into this if we know we're going to win, um... Let us wait for tomorrow. Give John plenty of time to get his information straight.
3: Whatever you need to do.
0: All right. um, So then, um, with you three, um, I suppose we don't need you to meet again until uh, tomorrow midday, we'll say. Uh, And we can figure things out. Until then, uh, feel free to... Enjoy the rest of your evening here. I know it's wet season, so it's hard to really get the sights in without um, getting a little wet. But um, there's still plenty to behold, even here in the manor. Thank you. Appreciate your hospitality. Um, The three of them set out to, to scatter, I guess.
3: Yeah, a thorough evening... Or as we were leaving and walking down the hall to whatever we're off to next. Ending, will just say, I understand why Silas ran away now.
2: Pompous ass sons of bitches.
3: Wait, do we know of your old team? Yeah, she's brought him up before. Oh, okay. But uh, she will, at this point, I'll say, also, don't bring up anything about Silas around anybody here, please. I'd rather they not know our affiliation because they seem to have a disdain towards him.
2: I don't plan on telling them anything more than strictly necessary for our job here.
3: I'm very proud of your scenario, uh, your solution that you came up with. Good work. Oh? But (laughs) we must be more presentable uh, when meeting with these people. They are surface level only and worry only about appearances but as she like waves her hand through the illusion of the disguise self but this is the only shirt I, I own yes but let's not be in our pajamas and eating breakfast still while in a meeting it's really good bacon I understand that but we can have more later we don't need to have it during a meeting
1: he scarfs it down
0: <laughs> uh, I think, at the end of the day, we can we can end that episode. Well, we're good. Whoa. We have to go. Yeah. everybody. If you would like to keep up with the news of me, you can hit me up on the Twitter at Bumblescum as with a K, or you can. Uh, figure out the news that goes on with the IDL at IDL underscore RPGS. If you would like to try and rob the rich you can talk to Adam at Little Growth. Uh, If you would like to uh, play dress up you can talk to Baka Zombie at ZombieBaka and uh, it's a little bit of a rough waters, low visibility, you can't see or be near Kyle. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) And his name is John
1: Cena. See you later.